The real estate world is changing. Opportunity is everywhere. It has never been so easy to connect, share, and bring people together. We're learning from others and finding the very best in ourselves. Challenging our beliefs, overcoming our fears, transforming ourselves so we can transform our business. This is Investor Creator. Hey, what's up, guys? Brad here with Investor Creator. Today, we're going to be talking about $100,000 down payments. And is that realistic? What is our average down payment? And what is the owner finance buyer pool? So let's kind of jump into this. We bought a house some time ago for, I believe, $97,000, subject to $97,000. And so what that means is that there was zero cash to sell her. She had a $97,000 mortgage. We were just taking over payments on that 97. We bought it subject to that lien. So we now own the property and there's a $97,000 first lien position on this house. Well, we've now turned around and began to market this thing with owner financing. So we're marketing this thing at 189.9. Now let's talk about the retail value. Uh, retail value on this is probably 170, 175, but buyers will pay a premium for owner financing. And generally, depending on the deal, depending on the price range, we're commanding a, a 10 to 15% premium on houses that we offer with owner financing. And we'll get into the buyer pool in just a bit and, and why that makes sense. But we're owner financing this thing. Let's just call it for 190. And we had a buyer lead come in yesterday that's looking at the house today. And so these people have $100,000 that they're ready, willing, and able to put down today on this house. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited about this showing because uh, historically, my best down payment ever has been $70,000. And we've had multiple in the thirty dollars to $50,000 range, but $70,000 right now is my best. And this would kind of break a record for me. And, and I'm pretty excited to do that. And I think there's probably a 50% chance that they that they buy this house. You know, it's like, the house looks pretty good. It's in good condition. The The price is fine. You know, it's in the area that they're really excited about. So I think that they're going to take it. And so that's going to be a lot of fun for us to get a $100,000 down payment. You know, to, to go over the numbers, I have what appears to be $93,000 worth of, of equity position in this property. So $93,000 would go to us, and then we'd have to pay $7,000 down on the underlying mortgage just to make it even, you know, so that way there, there's not like a, an, a negative equity position in the note because we definitely don't want that. But, you know, guys, $93,000 to put a deal together is not a bad deal and uh, a deal that I hope you guys are doing in your market, especially now. But $100,000 down is not an average down payment. So for us, an average down payment is about 25000 So in the past, uh, I'd say 60 days, we've gotten $20,000 down on an $89,000 sales price on a house that we just paid twenty four in the first place. So we paid twenty cash. We basically got refunded that twenty, and we captured a $70,000 first position note to put that deal together. And that was a great deal. I have an apprentice, Chad, who is doing a deal right now. Um, he bought it for, I believe, 35. He sold it for 79 with $20,000 down. And so uh, there's 5,000 in cash going to his seller. So he's netting $15,000 in cash. And um, what's that? Roughly a 30 or so thousand dollar note uh, on this deal. So, you know, good deals going around, even with this virus thing going around, it doesn't seem to be impacting owner financing whatsoever. Um, let's talk about the owner finance buyer pool, because this is something that I, I find kind of interesting. A lot of times I'll, I'll speak with someone that's not in the owner finance business and they think, gosh, like 
$25,000 down, that just seems crazy. Like why, why can't they go and get a loan? Like how many people are really out there that have that kind of cash that can't afford to get a, a mortgage? So let's talk about the owner finance buyer pool. The people that we're dealing with are generally people that have one of two issues. Either they have a credit score issue or they have a tough time proving income. So what's the two, I guess, variables that dictate whether you get a loan or not? Well, it's credit score and debt to income ratio. So basically credit score determines, uh, do you pay your bills? And uh, debt to income ratio figures out, can you pay your bills? So do you have enough income coming in to service the debt? And credit score issue is, you know, do you pay the bills when you can? So with those two determinations, most mortgage lenders will be able to underwrite a file and with, you know, pretty decent certainty, be able to tell you whether you can uh, qualify for a loan or not. Well, a majority of our people that buy with owner financing from us are people that have some type of credit score issue. So they have had in the past some catalyst that has created a credit score issue for them. So they went through a divorce or maybe they had a health healthcare kind of issue, uh, but those issues are remedied at this point and they're trying to get back on their feet. Okay. Um, the second group of people that we have that are buyers for us are people that um, they have a difficult time proving income. So maybe they're self-employed and, and they write off so much that they don't really show as much profit as what they could. Or maybe they have been in business and they're doing well, but they don't have two years worth of uh, worth of tax returns to go and qualify for a loan. Or maybe they're an employee and they haven't been on the job two years. So these are all issues that we run into really all the time that uh, dictate that these people need owner financing. So the numbers, depending on the month, are that between 10 and 25% of mortgage applications are denied. So what that means is that between 10 and 25% of the total buyer pool uh, needs owner financing. So whether you look at the market and let's just be pessimistic and say that it's 10%, well, that means that for every 10 houses that are sold retail, for the owner finance buyer pool to, ha- to have the same supply demand curve, that there would need to be one house offered with owner financing. Well, it's been some time since I've looked at the data for Nashville proper. So p- houses with a Nashville address uh, it's been a few weeks, but the last time that I looked, there were 2,661 houses on the market retail. Okay. And so what that means is that for, let's just say for 90% of buyers, that 2,661 houses services the need for those buyers. Okay. Now we have 10% of buyers left that need owner financing because remember their mortgage application got denied. Well, I would be tough pressed to find 10 houses that are offered with owner financing in my market. You know, and so that gives us a really great opportunity. And it's an opportunity that's increasing in times like this, because I assume that we're going to hit recession in the next couple of quarters because of GDP negative growth. And if that's the case, then what are banks going to do? Well, more likely than not, a few things are going to happen. Houses are going to become more illiquid. So the ability to sell them quickly is going to go down. What that means is that we can buy better assets cheaper and with better terms than what we've been able to do the previous three or four years. Because of all of that uncertainty in the real estate market, most banks are going to tighten their lending policies. And so what it does is the mortgage applications that they receive, are the denial rate goes up. And so we're able to sell the houses that we buy with better terms and a better price because these houses are liquid and we have motivated sellers. We're able to sell these houses to people that are more qualified buyers. Okay, so my ability to sell 
to the buyer pool actually goes up because the buyer pool is increasing over time. Okay, guys, this is the only thing that I found that worked in 2010. In 2010, there was almost no th- such thing as wholesaling. Um, if you were a rehabber, then you would just go and buy bulk houses from banks, you know, in packages, or uh, maybe you were just buying off the MLS. But it was a difficult market. It was a really difficult market because nobody really knew what pricing was. And if you're in a declining price market, you actually have to kind of chase the snowball downhill. So if you think you're going to list a house for $200,000 when you bought the property six, you know, say four months ago, you had a big rehab. It could be that now your exit is 185, you think. And for you to really sell it, you've got to sell it for 170 because the snowball's running downhill, right? And so you think about that in terms of, of, of value, like you really have to be very conservative on the purchase. Well, in my world, donor finance world, we don't have those issues. Because in in bad times, things get better, you know, and and we're I'm not going to say excited about the future because that's not the right word, but uh, we're certainly content and we're not scared of what's going on in the market right now. So, guys, I'll keep you posted on this hundred thousand dollar down payment. We'll see how it goes today, but uh, I feel pretty good about it. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. You know, we'll have another buyer that's qualified and and has a good down payment. But uh, this is one that I would just like for the record books. So. Uh, Anyway, stand by, guys, and I will keep you posted. Happy investing.